Milestones of National Franchise Changes. 1789, the Constitution grants the states the power to set voting requirements. Generally, states limited this right to property-owning or tax-paying white males, about 6% of the population. 1790, the Naturalization Act of 1790 limited citizenship to free white persons. In practice, only white male property owners could naturalize and acquire the status of citizens, and the vote. 1792-1838, free black males lose the right to vote in several northern states including in Pennsylvania and in New Jersey. 1792-1856, abolition of property qualifications for white men, from 1792, New Hampshire, to 1856, North Carolina, during the periods of Jeffersonian and Jacksonian democracy. However, tax-paying qualifications remained in five states in 1860, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and North Carolina. They survived in Pennsylvania and Rhode Island until the 20th century. In the 1820 election, there were 108,359 ballots cast. Most older states with property restrictions dropped them by the mid-1820s, except for Rhode Island, Virginia, and North Carolina. No new states had property qualifications although three had adopted tax-paying qualifications, Ohio, Louisiana, and Mississippi, of which only in Louisiana were these significant and long-lasting. The 1828 presidential election was the first in which non-property-holding white males could vote in the vast majority of states. By the end of the 1820s, attitudes and state laws had shifted in favor of universal white male suffrage. Voter turnout soared during the 1830s, reaching about 80% of the adult white male population in the 1840 presidential election. 2,412,694 ballots were cast, an increase that far outstripped natural population growth, making poor voters a huge part of the electorate. The process was peaceful and widely supported, except in the state of Rhode Island where the Door Rebellion of the 1840s demonstrated that the demand for equal suffrage was broad and strong although the subsequent reform included a significant property requirement for anyone resident but born outside of the United States. The last state to abolish property qualification was North Carolina in 1856. However, tax-paying qualifications remained in five states in 1860, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and North Carolina. They survived in Pennsylvania and Rhode Island until the 20th century. In addition, many poor whites were later disenfranchised. 1868, citizenship is guaranteed to all persons born or naturalized in the United States by the 14th Amendment, setting the stage for future expansions to voting rights. 1869-1920, some states allow women to vote. Wyoming was the first state to give women voting rights in 1869. 1870, the 15th Amendment to the United States Constitution prevents states from denying the right to vote on grounds of race, color, or previous condition of servitude disfranchisement after Reconstruction era began soon after. Former Confederate states passed Jim Crow laws and amendments to effectively disfranchise African-American and poor white voters through poll taxes, literacy tests, grandfather clauses and other restrictions, applied in a discriminatory manner. During this period, the Supreme Court generally upheld state efforts to discriminate against racial minorities, only later in the 20th century were these laws ruled unconstitutional. Black males in the northern states could vote, but the majority of African Americans lived in the South. 1887, citizenship is granted to Native Americans who are willing to disassociate themselves from their tribe by the Dawes Act, making the men technically eligible to vote. 1913, direct election of senators, established by the 17th Amendment, gave voters rather than state legislatures the right to elect senators. 1920, women are guaranteed the right to vote in all U.S. states by the 19th Amendment. 
In practice, the same restrictions that hindered the ability of poor or non-white men to vote now also applied to poor or non-white women. 1924, all Native Americans are granted citizenship and the right to vote, regardless of tribal affiliation. By this point, approximately two-thirds of Native Americans were already citizens. Notwithstanding, some Western states continued to bar Native Americans from voting until 1948. 1943, Chinese immigrants given the right to citizenship and the right to vote by the Magnuson Act. 1948, Arizona and New Mexico became one of the last states to extend full voting rights to Native Americans, which had been opposed by some Western states in contravention of the Indian Citizenship Act of 1924. 1954-1955, Maine extends full voting rights to Native Americans who live on reservations. Activist, Lucy Nicoler Pulaw, Penobscot, is the first to cast her vote under the new law. 1961, residents of Washington, D.C., are granted the right to vote in the U.S. presidential elections by the 23rd Amendment. 1962-1964, a historic turning point arrived after the U.S. Supreme Court under Chief Justice Earl Warren made a series of landmark decisions which helped establish the nationwide one-man, one-vote electoral system in the United States. In March 1962, the Warren Court ruled in Baker v. Carr, 1962, that redistricting qualifies as a justiciable question, thus enabling federal courts to hear redistricting cases. In February 1964, the Warren Court ruled in Wesbury v. Sanders, 1964, that districts in the United States House of Representatives must be approximately equal in population. In June 1964, the Warren Court ruled in Reynolds v. Sims, 1964, that both houses of the electoral districts of state legislative chambers must be roughly equal in population. 1964, poll tax payment prohibited from being used as a condition for voting in federal elections by the 24th Amendment. 1965, protection of voter registration and voting for racial minorities, later applied to language minorities, is established by the Voting Rights Act of 1965. This has also been applied to correcting discriminatory election systems and districting. 1966, tax payment and wealth requirements for voting in state elections are prohibited by the Supreme Court and Harper v. Virginia Board of Elections. 1971, adults aged 18 through 20 are granted the right to vote by the 26th Amendment. This was enacted in response to Vietnam War protests, which argued that soldiers who were old enough to fight for their country should be granted the right to vote. 1986, United States Military and Uniform Services, Merchant Marine, other citizens overseas, living on bases in the United States, abroad, or aboard ship are granted the right to vote by the Uniformed and Overseas Citizens Absentee Voting Act. Native American People. From 1778 to 1871, the government tried to resolve its relationship with the various Native tribes by negotiating treaties. These treaties formed agreements between two sovereign nations, stating that Native American people were citizens of their tribe, living within the boundaries of the United States. The treaties were negotiated by the executive branch and ratified by the U.S. Senate. It said that Native tribes would give up their rights to hunt and live on huge parcels of land that they had inhabited in exchange for trade goods, yearly cash annuity payments, and assurances that no further demands would be made on them. Most often, part of the land would be reserved exclusively for the tribe's use. Throughout the 1800s, many Native tribes gradually lost claim to the lands they had inhabited for centuries through the federal government's Indian removal policy to relocate tribes from the southeast and northwest to west of the Mississippi River. European-American settlers continued to encroach on western lands. Only in 1879, in the Standing Bear Trial, were American Indians recognized as persons in the eyes of the United States government. 
Judge Elmer Scipio Dundee of Nebraska declared that Indians were people within the meaning of the laws, and they had the rights associated with a writ of habeas corpus. However, Judge Dundee left unsettled the question as to whether Native Americans were guaranteed U.S. citizenship. Although Native Americans were born within the national boundaries of the United States, those on reservations were considered citizens of their own tribes, rather than of the United States. They were denied the right to vote because they were not considered citizens by law and were thus ineligible. Many Native Americans were told they would become citizens if they gave up their tribal affiliations in 1887 under the Dawes Act, which allocated communal lands to individual households and was intended to aid in the assimilation of Native Americans into majority culture. This still did not guarantee their right to vote. In 1924, the remaining Native Americans, estimated at one-third, became United States citizens through the Indian Citizenship Act. Many Western states, however, continued to restrict Native American ability to vote through property requirements, economic pressures, hiding the polls, and condoning physical violence against those who voted. Since the late 20th century, they have been protected under provisions of the Voting Rights Act as a racial minority, and in some areas, language minority, gaining election materials in their native languages. Alaska Natives The Alaskan Territory did not consider Alaska Natives to be citizens of the United States and so they could not vote. An exception to this rule was that indigenous women were considered citizens if they were married to white men. In 1915, the territorial legislature passed a law that allowed Alaska natives the right to vote if they gave up their tribal customs and traditions. William Paul, Tlingit, fought for the right of Alaska natives to vote during the 1920s. Others, like Tilly Paul, Tlingit, and Charlie Jones, Tlingit, were arrested for voting because they were still not considered citizens. Later, Paul would win a court case that set the precedent that Alaska natives were legally allowed to vote. In 1925, a literacy test was passed in Alaska to suppress the votes of Alaska natives. After passage of the Alaska Equal Rights Act of 1945, Alaska natives gained more rights, but there was still voter discrimination. When Alaska became a state, the new constitution provided Alaskans with a more lenient literacy test. In 1970, the state legislature ratified a constitutional amendment against state voter literacy tests. The Voting Rights Act of 1965, VRA, modified in 1975, provided additional help for Alaska natives who do not speak English, which affects around 14 census areas. Many villages with large Alaska native populations continue to face difficulties voting. The text of this podcast is sourced from the Wikipedia Foundation under a Creative Commons attribution share alike license. The written text has been altered for voice presentation. To view the modified and original text versions visit thelegalpages.com. The content of this podcast is presented for informational purposes only, and is not intended to be legal or professional advice. The Wikipedia Foundation is not affiliated with this podcast.